Hi, this is Sean Blackshear, life insurance broker for First Family Life Allegiance. Did you know that life insurance not only will cover you if you pass away, but it's also used to build a legacy for your family. It can also help you generate income. It can protect your mortgage and it can cover you with any kind of medical affliction. Please contact me at 314-374-3412 or please drop me a message on on Facebook and like the page at First Family Life Allegiance or go to my website firstfamilylifeallegiance.com and schedule an appointment and I'll call you at a time that works for you. Hello, hello, hello. It's What's Your Take Media. We are back with another exciting episode. I am your host, Sarah Rosina, and I have my co-host with me, Rosina, I'm here. Sean Blackshear with you again. Yes, yes. I'm so happy that we are able to uh, meet again <laughs> for this episode. Yes. Yes, yes. So we have a lot on the agenda. Uh, well, somewhat. So we're going to um, get into The Little Things starring Denzel Washington. Yep. And then the Netflix series Lupin, Lupin, Lupin. I'm probably saying it wrong. It's French. <laughs> I was trying to remember from when I watched the episode that I would say it correctly. It's Anywho. Yeah, Lupin. That's it, Lupin. You have to say it like that. No, this is not French. I don't know what's That's speaking, Italian. but even <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, note to ladies and gentlemen, not great at great at accents, but I'm fun. <laughs> so, anywho, speaking of yes. fun, tell me, did you? Uh, yes. You catch the Super Bowl? I did catch. The, whoa, they were thrashed, Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> I was for Kansas City and you know and I have to be honest I was really only for him because I'm in St. Louis and they live close to me but um, <laughs> I'm not much of a football fan yep. but you know I was like yes I'm rooting for them they got thrashed <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now now let me ask you a question because I, I, I'm, I'm not a football guy I watch it for the commercials and the uh, halftime show and, and Sarah I don't know if you know but I, I got a little old you see I'm, I'm in my folders now and uh, oh. you know, so when when they, uh, you know, when Michael Jackson did the halftime, I'm like, ooh, that's a megastar. Uh, and, and then when when Prince did it, I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, then, then Beyonce went on it there, and and then even Bruno Mars, and then Bruno, and then J Lo, and uh, uh, yeah, Shakira. I love Shakira. Uh, J Lo, okay. Uh, so is, is this is this a uh, uh, weekend feller? Is is he uh, uh is is he big with the with the youngins today? You know, um, that's funny. The youngins. Uh, yes, actually, he 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 is a fan favorite. Um, I actually like some of his music or whatnot. So you know, I have I really have. I I have no alt. I'm gonna use that word. I have no alt against the weekend at all. You know, and what's funny is I really usually I know this, but this particular time I did not know who was going to do the half uh, time show. Like I had heard that Jasmine Sullivan and her were involved, and then even when I saw that, I was like, "Wait, they doing a halftime show? I don't think right. that would work because they're R&B artists, and that don't really work for a Super Bowl halftime show." But then I come to find out, no, they just did, you know, the national anthem and America the Beautiful, and which they did a phenomenal job, by the way. I'm a, I love her, but anyway. So then, right before, as I'm watching the Super Bowl, you know, I see the commercials. Oh, okay, the weekend. That's right. Halftime show. Okay. So, in my mind, I was once again in that place of, wait, the weekend for the halftime? So, you know, I had already had that in my mind. So uh-huh. then, I was like, well, I gotta watch it. I mean, it's the halftime show. You know, you gotta at least see it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. I was a little let down. But it didn't meet the expectations I previously had in my head. <laughs> Your mind went a little different than mine because my mind went, uh, well, well, who's the weekend? And, <laughs> and, 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 and why is it the weekend? I'm, I'm so confused. <laughs> so, <laughs> Maybe because it was the weekend. <laughs> And when I watch the performance, I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe oh. good showman. You know what I mean? Because, you know, Michael, Beyonce, oh, no. they're good showman. No, 
but uh, no, 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 uh, uh, no, not at all. No, <laughs> in the, terrible. In the house, it was the terrible. Fun house, the fun house of mirrors. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> oh my gosh, did you see that? With the the, the, the helmets on, I was like, yeah. this is a little scary. What committed to the kids in the audience? Not, oh my god, no, um, and that's all there was. Like, that's right. all there was. That was Bless it. his heart, you know. Like I said, I don't want to come against the weekend, but he was a, a good choice, not for a Super Bowl halftime show when it gets live and turned up. Matter of fact, I made a post on my social media and I was like, Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that uh halftime show, and I had maybe two or three people that disagree with me. Trump said, What it was great, I was like, What the majority of everybody else was like, Trash, uh, garbage, uh, <laughs> he should have stayed at home, right? You know? Right, and um. Yes. Wow. And so to, you know, further my um, point, I went on ahead and shared about three clips of some great Super Bowl halftime shows. And you actually mentioned I shared the one with Beyonce, uh, Shakira and J-Lo and Bruno Mars. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, some of you, some of you have forgotten right. what a good Super Bowl halftime show looks like. Yeah. So I thought I'd share a few what so you to remind you of what it looks like. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> Right, and it, it was oh my uh, gosh. it was the end of yes, the fourth so. too. You know, um, Beyonce when she did it, she did. Uh, she was with uh, she had Destiny Child and Bruno Mars pop up, didn't she? Yes. And then uh, Shakira and uh, J Lo were tag team, and, and then he just went at it by himself. <laughs> yes, look, Shakira and J Lo. Shakira and J-Lo had their whole nation on the stage. <laughs> no, really. really did. It was fantastic, though. I loved it. They was up there dancing and grooving. I was like, see, this is how you do. But when all else fails, what I've learned from great Super Bowl performances, when all else fails, it's best to do a collab. Like somebody even mentioned, like, you could have had her come out, join you with a guitar or something. Something. Like, you know, yeah. we're trying to do it one man show, not for the Super Bowl halftime. And when I Googled it, it was because uh, I, I didn't know who was this, the halftime. Now, now, now see, this, this is what gave me clues this wasn't going to be special. Because I remember when Michael when Michael was doing the halftime, they was promoting that sucker like it was a Michael Jackson concert that, that had a football game in the background. And he, even Beyonce, you know, I, I heard you know, it, was, it was promotion. I ain't hear nothing about the weekend until he starts singing. <laughs> See, you may be raising a good point with that, Sean. A couple of things could have happened. Maybe nobody really wanted to do it. I mean, it's COVID time, even right, though it was right. still thousands of people in the stands and on the sidelines. Okay. Right. Um, anyway, um, or yeah, it was like a last minute thing. We're going to throw the weekend in there. Because right. like I said, I usually know and I didn't know who the halftime show person was. Nope, they usually- and so he, maybe he had to pull something together real quick. Yeah. See, I'm trying to help him. Maybe he had to do it real quick. And uh, that's what we got. We how, how, how we going to make this work? Ooh, let's get some mirrors. <laughs> like, whose idea was that? Like, what do you... <laughs> I don't know, sir. Who was the creative team? Okay. But you know who, who really won at the Super Bowl? Who won? Was the guy that ran across the field in the pink tutu. <laughs> Oh, well, yes. I heard he got deals and (laughs) (laughs) not for endorsements. I'm like, man. He found his moment. That's right. Speaking of endorsements. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People reach out. Do you have a takeaway commercial that you might have liked? You know, one thing I've say it's changed so much over the years. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl commercials used to be the amazing. You, I mean, you just you wouldn't go to the bathroom. You'd be like, yep. no, I don't want to miss. You wait, know, wait, it's wait. not like the far, same anymore. How, how far back can you remember your favorite one? Oh gosh. I mean, I used to like the um, Budweiser commercials, the Budweiser. The frogs. That's what I was about to say. Frogs. The frogs. That's right. <laughs> Those were cool. You got the love of frogs. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Budweiser never disappointed. Never no. disappointed. Uh-huh. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, so but I think I kind of liked the one with John Travolta and his daughter. Oh, it was so great to see them because, you know, his wife passed away not too long ago. His wife is Kelly Preston. She was an actress. She was in Jerry Maguire. She's done a lot of supporting roles. Her and John met in a movie that they co-starred together in the 80s, and they had been married four years. And she died of cancer, I want to say 
last year. Oh, she was in Twins, if that helps you. Okay. She was yeah, the yeah. blonde. She was the love interest of oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character. Okay. Yeah, she's been married to John for years. So it was great that. to see him and him and his daughter, you know, happy and, you know, doing stuff. Because I know that man is grieving. They, like I said, they was married a long time. Oh, God. You know, for Hollywood. <laughs> That's a long time. That's man. right. Since the eighties. That's like in dog years. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then we what, we, what uh, we we lost some people. Um. You know. Oh wait. Yeah. Before you go there, yeah. which, which which commercial? My bad. Which commercial did you like? Um, I, you know, I can't really say one stuck out this year. I think the one oh, with um, the Queen Latifah um, as the equalizer, you know, was, was <laughs> the commercial was better than the show. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, whoa, time out. We're not talking about that one tonight. So, oh, okay. just, I, I have heard it. I've heard it's getting some bad reviews. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, but that was a trailer. That don't count. Oh, well, it's jeez. That's the only one that really stuck out. <laughs> well, let's just move past that then. There you, uh, there you go. So, pass, passers-by, passers-away. You <laughs> mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. So, yes, I was very saddened to learn that Christopher Plummer passed on February 5th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, many people probably don't know who Christopher Plummer is. Okay, he was most known as Captain Von Trapp from sound, The Sound of Music. The hills are alive with the sound of music. Yes, that. So, doe, a deer, a female deer, right? Okay, you know, you know Paul, raindrops on roses and whiskers. You know, whiskers. Paul, 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 like, you know we, we didn't practice that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go into the whole soundtrack, you know. <sighs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, he was he was 91. Oh yeah, yeah long blessed life. Long, yes, very blessed. Yeah. You know, we have been losing a lot of legends mm-hmm. lately. Uh, and one thing I can say is those people lived a long time. Like when Cicely passed, she was 96. Uh, I think Larry King was maybe in his 70s. Mm-hmm. Cloris Leachman just passed. Mm-hmm. She was in her 90s, I think. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm looking around. I'm like, Betty? No. Betty? no. You, oh, I don't even say about Betty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, when Christopher Flum, when we lost Christopher Plum, I was like, no, not Julie. Please don't take Julie, God. <laughs> you yeah, know what? Being, now, she got to be in Bridgerton in season two. No, I was going to say now, you know. <laughs> I was going to ask you to guess why I wouldn't want Julie Andrews to leave. Who's going to air rate Bridgerton? <laughs> <laughs> Just selfish. <laughs> 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 right. Sorry. Sorry, Julie. I, I love you, though. Mary Poppins. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm still loving that Bridgerton. I've joined the Bridgerton group on, on Facebook, mm-hmm. and it's hilarious. It's Bridgerton all day. Like, it's just oh, crazy. Man. It's 60,000 people in this group. 60,000. Oh see, that's why I they got just to posted today. That's why they got to Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, the books. People yeah. buying the books, like the books going up in sales, too, because it's like, oh, I want to jump ahead. I got to see. <laughs> wow. Okay, there you go. Yeah, it's that's a, it's a whole thing to make a person go out and buy a book. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right, you show right. But yes, it's definitely uh, so. Just so, ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, we of course will be continuing on our Bridgerton uh, critiquing as each season is released over mm-hmm. the next few years. All right, so now that that's done. Rest in peace, Christopher Palmer. Okay, so um, the little things in Lupin. So we're going to go ahead and uh, we'll go into the little things. And uh, of course, we will also be closing out the show with our WandaVision, our weekly WandaVision recap. We got to uh, talk about Wanda. Five. We got to talk about Yes, Wanda. We got to talk about Wanda. Okay. Yes. So we'll definitely get into that. So, so you want to start with the little things? Yes, let's start with that. But you actually could have used that accent when we got to Lupine, Lupine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna mess it up all night. 
all day. You're so. Italian, I'm British. I love it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. You know him, didn't you? Then you had that one little feeling. But you waved it away. You should have listened to that one little feeling. Just like I'm listening to you now. You can talk to me. I'm all a friend you got. You're not exactly a department favorite. Things probably changed a lot since you left. You still gotta catch him, right? Yeah. Not that much has changed then, huh? <laughs> I can assure you all we are taking a 24-7 all-hands-on-deck approach to these cases. Guy's a shark. If he stops, he dies. He likes to drive. Probably has a decent car, maybe two. High mileage. You must really like my car. I do. How's the trunk space? Something I gotta know. How's a guy with the best clearance rate in the department work 15 years without a promotion? Maybe I didn't go to the right church. When I look in your eyes, what I see, it ain't good. He knew all the details, but he wasn't within 10 miles of the killing. Why is that? Why is that? How's the trunk space? So, quick synopsis about the little things. So it's about a deputy sheriff, D Joe Deacon, who was played by Denzel Washington. He's sent to Los Angeles for what should have been a quick evidence gathering assignment, but instead he becomes embroiled, embroiled <laughs> in the search for a serial killer who is terrorizing the city. Uh, now, you know, that terrorizing the city that took me back, that made me think, okay, this has got to be old school. school. But that's what they used to say back in the day, like in back in the 80s and stuff, like Al Bundy and all that. Oops, not Al Bundy, Ted Bundy, sorry. Al Bundy's from Mary Children. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ted Bundy. Uh, <laughs> you know, I would always mix them up because the last name. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, so yeah, Ted Bundy, back in the 80s when they would have serial killers, they would all say, they terrorizing the city. Like, oh, okay. This is big. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. The, so the, this here, the, um, so Denzel was there. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I, he was there. Oh, he was there. He was definitely there. And, uh, you know, what, what I noticed in his acting, he has the same facial expression no matter what the scene. <laughs> it's just, I just the way he keeps that straight face no matter what's going on. I mean, that, that man is powerful. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's a legend. He's a legend. I guess. I guess. So, so this movie, you got to watch it two or three times, you know, not. Yeah. Not because it's, it's the, the cinematic masterpiece, but because you just don't know what the heck you just watched. <laughs> and, and even it's so I, true. I even texted you after the thing. I'm like, wait, 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 who's the killer? <laughs> oh my gosh! It definitely had some some spots where we wanted more. I'm yeah. like, wait, is that wait, huh? Right. Well, speaking of which, so the director is John Lee Hancock. Okay. <laughs> John Hancock. Can you believe that's his name? Okay. And so I see why he uses his middle name in there. John Lee Hancock. His parents so, Right. <laughs> exactly. So he actually directed The Blind Side with uh, Sandra Bullock. Right. Uh, Saving Mr. Banks back in 2013. It was a Disney film. I actually got to watch this one. I read the synopsis and I'm just like, hold on. This sounds interesting. Oh, the new um, it's something in regards to, it's about the author of the Mary Poppins series and how she came together with Walt Disney. Won't go too much into that. Maybe okay. we'll get into that another time. Um, the Highwaymen with uh, Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson. So these are projects that he's directed. Okay. What not? So, yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, we all know The Blind Side was a great movie. It was a good movie. It really yes. Was. It was a good movie. Exactly. So, so in, into the, um, 
I don't know why. Would you classify this as espionage? Is this a mystery? Is this a um, no a psychological thriller? Or I just didn't know. It wasn't a comedy. Oh, it wasn't no. a comedy. Yeah, it wasn't a comedy. one action. Definitely one action. Um, and I just don't know what I watched because <laughs> the story it seemed like it seemed so. Here's what the problem is when you know Denzel was going and I got his art right. He, he there was a mystery he didn't solve, he got to go solve it, right? I got it, no worries, right? And then, and then when he was laying in his bed, he started seeing dead people. I'm like, what? Okay, <laughs> so then you keep going in. He, you know, he meets the guy that takes his place, right? Now he got the mystery that he got to solve, which is tied right. into Denzel's mystery. I'm like, okay, I got it. They gonna team up and right. catch the right. guy. They right. killed everybody, but 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 it, but but then they end up killing people. <laughs> What? No, hold on now. What? He killed the he killed the one person. No, but Denzel. Remember Denzel shot the girl. But that was an accident. But you he, didn't see that? I it saw was. It. But he it was dark. It. it was dark. He thought he just heard a noise and shot. He shot before he looked, and that's what pretty much <laughs> ruined him. Got divorced, all of that, and then had to leave that position. And now he's just out in the country, living alone, all sad, depressed. Um. So what did he say? The man said he almost had a heart attack or something. Mm. Anyway, oh, he so said that, he got divorced and had a heart attack all the same, and uh, uh, <laughs> went on a leave of absence all the same. Week. Yeah, he did all of that. Mm-hmm. That's how much it affected him or whatnot. But um, yeah, so that was an accident. And you see how they threw that towards the end. I was like, oh, that's what happened? But um, yeah, but, yeah so- but, 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 but Jared Leto's character, that wasn't no accident. He killed him. Well, not him. That wasn't him. That was the other guy. That was Rami Malik. I know, but, but he killed him. <laughs> that wasn't accident. Well, no, what? Well, no. <laughs> well, see, he was pushing his buttons and he just swung and he had that shovel and it was over. Oh, okay. He felt, he felt remorse. He felt remorse. <laughs> Sarah, you know what I love about you? You are so enticed and you are so with the Lord that you just have a forgiving heart. And you like, oh, he only shot her because it was dark. I mean, it was dark. It could have been anybody. I mean, he was, he was talking about his kids. He had to hit him with a shovel. And he, he, he said he was sorry after he killed him. It makes it okay. It was. <laughs> he was remorseful. Ooh, you know, it wasn't intentional. You know, that's all I'm saying. You know, it wasn't premeditated. You know how they, them terms they use in the court of the law. You know, uh, the court of the law. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Jared Leto, I have to say he has become a, a, a pillar in the in Hollywood community, I would say. He kind of, especially in this role, he was, uh, and I think I, I heard or I saw, I should say, on social media, there's a little buzz going around as far as him getting an award for this role. Okay. I got to look more into it. But um, I was definitely feeling Jaquan Phoenix here. Now, you know, Jaquan Phoenix, will he will play a role. Like he did yeah. the Joker. Yeah. He played that role in, uh, um, what is it with my boy, Gladiator? Yeah. Oh, man, I mean, you, just, you just hated him in that. I was like, ooh. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, so he really dives into these roles. And you know, Jared Leto, he... Um, with the Joker, look, the Joker, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, right. in Suicide Squad and whatnot, and it looks like he's gonna keep that role even with the reboot. But um, oh, really? Part of yes. Okay. So it's funny that the three main characters in the film they all are Oscar winners. Yeah. So Denzel, you know, he won an Oscar for Glory. That was his first yeah. one, but from the eighties and Training Day. Mm-hmm. And then Jared Leto, he wrote, he uh, won an Oscar for his role in Dallas Buyers Club. He played a woman. Haven't seen the movie, but he won an Oscar. Uh-oh. Um, and then Rami Malik, he won an Oscar for playing Fred Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. Now you know I love Queen. But you um know them teeth look familiar. Yes. Uh, it was Fred Mercury. Yeah, yeah. I yes. love that movie. Yeah. yeah, I had to check him out because I was like, I don't think I know you. You oh, know, yeah, I know yeah. a lot of actors. Rhapsody was good. 
Yes, yes. So I won't go into the uh, we are the champ. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, okay. There we go. No more queen. <laughs> You're my best friend. Oh, <laughs> I can do an all queen joke. But uh, anyway, we're doing movies. But yeah, so all of them are Oscar winners. So definitely the acting was uh, par none. Like you can't. The, the acting was great. There, that's not even the issue. Like, matter of fact, Jared Leto, he was so great. He was almost unrecognizable to me. I had to do double take. I had to double check. I was like, oh, shoot, that's right. He is in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, him. that's him right there. Right, right. Yeah, that's him right there. When he was, because uh, the first time we saw him was when he was in that back room when Denzel came in investigating and you yeah. heard a chair swing and then we just saw some hair. And I was like, who was that? And he turned. I said, oh, snap, that's Jared Leto? Right, oh, right. shoot. I got shivers. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you are definitely the killer. Look. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Well, see, I. I thought that the the guy that the that replaced Denzel was gonna be the killer. I'm like, okay, because because he seemed crazy to me. I, you know what? I had a thought earlier on when I thought that too. I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if he was teaming up with somebody. I was waiting. I was waiting on the shooter drop, especially when he went out into the um, what would you call that? The desert <laughs> area. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know what that was. Look, the country, deep country. Um, when he went out there, I was just like, oh no. Anything could happen. Right, 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 right. Go down right now. Yeah, it definitely had some moments of suspense. I would call this a suspenseful thriller. It's not so much psychological. You know, you get into that, you might you going somewhere deep. Um, I would say that's like um, Glass. Have you seen yeah. the, the trilogy? You know, Glass, and uh, he had the multiple personalities. That would be a psychological thriller. But this, to me, was more of a suspenseful thriller. There were a lot of suspenseful moments. Yeah. I was like, okay, I don't know what's going to happen. Like when they was in that car and he had that gun, I was like, okay, wait, I feel like he's going to hit you on the back. Something needs something to happen. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. And, yeah. and nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, when, when he was burning all the stuff at the end of the movie, I went and looked at the time lapse on the movie. And I'm like, oh, wait, there's only seven minutes left. Who, who, who was the killer? <laughs> Wait, you can't stop. <laughs> I rewinded the movie like, what? Wait, who was killing the women? <laughs> I was so unsure because Jared Leto's character, okay, so that mile marker on the highway when he was sitting there, yep. I was like, okay, so he obviously got to be the one. And then when they brought him in for interrogation, like his attitude and demeanor towards everything, I was like, okay, this is definitely the guy. Yep. But then that scene towards the end when he was out there with Rami Malik's character in in the field, we're going to call it the field, the vacant field area beyond the gate. And um, <laughs> when he was out there, I kept have, waiting. Why do we have the key to that gate? I don't, there was so many unanswered questions. <laughs> oh, oh the, the, but by, by the character he portrayed that lived in an apartment and, and drove a, a, a not fancy car, I don't see him as the type that owned property. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He owned land? I don't get, oh, it's just too much. I don't get, and then, and then Denzel, when they went into his house, you know, he, oh, he opened the little floor and found all the newspaper clippings of all the girls. Um, that that you know stories. I'm like, was he the killer? Was he not? Who you know? Who, who was the killer? I would. I'm gonna say that he was. <laughs> you just gonna wrap it up for it? Yeah, because all the evidence. I forget. I briefly forgot about the newspaper clippings, but yeah, you're right. He had those. And then the fact that he said he had. Uh, he was talking to Rami Malik's character about his family. Yes, I've seen your family. Your beautiful daughters. I was like, oh, you creep, you stalker. <laughs> right, right, right. Yep, yep. Well, I want to conclude that that's it. I just didn't understand that moment out in the desert because I'm like, dude, if you were the killer, there were so many opportunities where he could have beat Rami Malik. I mean, because he was so busy digging and he had got worn out. First of all, I was like, you dummy. Why are you getting a car with somebody you think is a serial killer alone? Right. He wanted to solve the case that bad. He had just got connected to that last girl with that red beret that he was just had lost his mind. Like, dude, what are you doing? You don't do that. You don't get in the car. What are you doing? And then I got frustrated with Denzel. He kept driving around in circles. I was like, just go through the gate. Go through the gate. 
right. Well, this is the same mindset I was in. Like, this fool ain't got no key to this gate. What the on. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> so if I would to if I would have to rate this, oh gosh. We bless it. Um, so I would I'm, I'm, I want to say a six, um, because there were some moments that were so slow <laughs> that I almost didn't make it. I'm telling you, I almost didn't make it. I really, it was one of those movies, you know. Um, I'm not a huge fan of those, you know. I, I've seen um, it's another movie. I'm trying to think off the top of my head that's kind of eerie like that, you know. But you know, they can't help it when you're dealing with those kind of topics. I get it, like serial killing. Like really, I mean, you're nothing to have, you know. I want to dance with somebody. You know, you ain't gonna have all that going on. Right. Speaking of which, I did love the the oldie music that was going on at last. You know, now, that was kind of cool. Have you, have you ever met a mortician? I have not. Okay, not so in I, real life. I've, I've known one or two of my lifetime, and oh. the the eccentricness of the mortician that was in um, the forensic whatever she was that that was um, uh, that was handling the dead bodies in the police uh, police office how she was so detached in listening to excuse me Odie's music as she was working on the dead bodies I was I, I mean I was laughing because of the people I know that work in the um, uh, in that type of arena they the same way it's just like it don't phase them <laughs> you know what right I mean? yeah what's in front of you but you know what I mean? so it was just oh wow that, that was just that was a crazy scene for me I could I could get that I did um well of course you know it was uh set in the 90s so they showed that clip um boy, how it opened was actually kind of interesting with the girl I thought she was done like I had put my head down I was like yeah she's gonna get you but she got away I was like look at her I thought she was dead I did but, uh, <laughs> I did too but yeah that was one of the confusing parts because they showed her escape and then she came back two hours later at the end of the movie like wait wait you just right. got going to the police <laughs> right right well yeah uh, they had her as a witness I guess and they only called her when they thought they had a killer or when mm-hmm. not in custody is what I was gathering but um, yeah I did like that opening Rome lift you up to Rome around the world you know she was in there jamming in that car you know one thing you know this is one of the movies that's like I know what you did last summer when you watched Sarah mm-hmm. Mc- Sarah Michelle Geller scene when she's running yeah. and then she stops and looks back and you be like you stupid old why would you stop and look back right. I had one of those moments watching this movie like you stupid old why did you get out of the car you were safer in the car right right gotta love it but of course it's a movie but uh, but really I'm starting to think in real life that people I mean cause you gotta think you're in a tense situation you just you, you, you found of your mind ain't working right. That's like, right. You got out of the car because people getting killed in real life. I was <laughs> tripping. That 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 piece when when that that first scene, I'm like, wait, you got out the car in a closed restaurant and and, and you left the car running? Come on! Oh my gosh! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so she right. left the car running. Ooh, yeah. she was just a running. But she been thankful that truck came up. That truck hadn't came up. She was a. She was gone. It was over. <laughs> it was over for her. Right. It was it. it was but it. yeah, so I would give it about a six. Um, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of Denzel. He's yeah. definitely uh showing his age now. You can mm-hmm. see that great. But he's a phenomenal actor and always will be. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, I think I'd give it about a six on our uh, GTS Got to See It score. What you got, Charlie? Yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, you know, you can't go lower than a five because of Denzel. You know, <laughs> you know, his name is in it, so it's a five. Uh, <laughs> and, but, but I, I, I'm gonna go give it. I, I'll give it a six and a half because uh, when you watch it the first time, you're gonna go back rewinding to see what it is that you missed and then you go realize you didn't really miss nothing. <laughs> they really did not have a killer. <laughs> okay. That's that's fantastic. All right. So well, there you go. There we go. All right. So now hey, let's talk about Lupin. 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 Is I think it's Lupin. 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 
Pardon me, Sarah, would you pass the Poupon? Oh! <laughs> now there's a commercial I used to love. The Grey Poupon. <laughs> I should share that one day and see how people, like, do y'all remember this commercial? <laughs> that was back when jingles used to be the thing. Like you had that, uh, uh, what was that? Zestfully clean. <laughs> you're not fully clean unless you're zestfully clean. And that unsure, sure. Uh, and that uh, mental freshness. Oh, I go all day. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love the jingles. <laughs> but yes, Lupon. Lupon. So. I'm a janitor at the Louvre. The artwork that I clean, they're worth millions. Next Friday, our foundation will put a necklace up for auction. The necklace belonged to Marie Antoinette. We're going to steal it. Go in as janitors and come out millionaires. Any questions? While we're risking our asses, what are you doing? Who, me? I'm buying the necklace. At your age, I love to read. Your grandfather gave it to me. I think you'll like it. Arsène Lupin, gentleman burglar. I found something that's incredible. A classic adventure of Arsène Lupin by Maurice Lupin. Also the method, the panache, the style, the talent. What's next, D'Artagnan of the Three Little Pigs? Just so the audience knows, um, well, first, let me go back a second. Sorry about that, guys. The little things, you can stream that on HBO Max, okay? That's how you can watch that. Now, Lupin is a Netflix original series. Mm-hmm. It was actually originally made in French, mm-hmm. the language of French. Mm-hmm. And so, actually, our main character is uh, foreign. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was born in France. His name is Omar Sy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come back to him. But this show is actually inspired by the adventures of Arsene Lupin. He was a gentleman thief and it's all about revenge so he he wants to avenge the injustice that happened to his father by a wealthy family you know it's just a good old-fashioned revenge story that's what it is <laughs> you, you know Sarah let me tell you so so all, all the listeners out there if you if you watch the first episode and you think that you're not engaged uh, re-watch the first episode but then turn on the English voiceover. Uh, because not only will it add the, the the intensity to the movie, but it'll also add some comedy as <laughs> as their lips and their words are, are not even close uh, to mention. And, like, and the subtitles will still be playing about what they're saying in French and what the, the subtitles are saying in English versus what the English actors are saying on the voiceovers. They don't match either. So, right. <laughs> it it's like an hilarious. old school. It's like an old school Jackie Chan kung fu movie. Yeah, they talk, really and then the moves, the lips move after what they said. <laughs> I used to watch those with my stepdad growing up, like the drunken uh, fighting master, That's you right. know, and all that. And it took me years. I didn't realize Jackie Chan was in some of those movies back then. You know, Jackie oh, yeah. Chan, he's an old guy. Yeah. You know, he was that old. I was like, lot of movies. Lots of movies, yeah. Wow. But, 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 but yes. It was, if you, if you get past all that, it was really good. It rem- it it was like a gangster Sherlock Holmes. So yes, if, if, that's yeah, a good if, way to describe it. Yeah. So if Sherlock was was a uh, was a bad guy and used all that wit for um uh you know for doing wrong, it, it would be it. And the the thing you know every episode it was some phenomenal way that he was cheating the system. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, the way that he got himself in jail and then got himself out of jail. I was like, So oh genius. God. That was so genius. <laughs> I was like, sir, you better do it, sir. You're right. That's right. It was good. It was so good. let's back up a second. So when you were, watched, when you watched this the first time, you watched it with the subtitles? I did. Okay. And I think I texted you like, what, 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 what is it that you want me? To, what, what, what you want me to do with this? Yeah, I, I got that text because I was like, wait, I'm actually kind of enjoying it. Um, but see, I went in and automatically with with the English, you know, even though I knew it wasn't their voices, but it just worked better for me. You know, I just wasn't in the mood. You got to be in the mood. I got to be in the mood to read, you know, subtitles. Right, right. You know, because I, I like a good Bollywood film, uh-huh. but you know, I got to set myself up for a Bollywood film because they're they're always going to be a t- 
over two hours That's and, right. and they're, they're subtitles. That's right. um, but you're going to be on, you're going to be on a nice, long, good ride. You are. That's right. That's right. So I just went in the mood for subtitling this time. So, um, so yes, I'm glad to see that uh, you went on ahead and added the English in there. I found and, that uh, English button. Yes. Worked out better for you. <laughs> so there is an old movie that I like, of course, <laughs> old movie, of course, sir. But um, but really, there's a movie from the 90s. It was called The Saint. Okay. And it starred Val Kilmer oh, and yeah, Elizabeth Shue. Okay. Yeah, okay. So this kind of made me think of that. Okay. And they actually, because of the disguises and everything, so mm-hmm. they actually, um, and he was an orphan, mm-hmm. but they actually rebooted it, um, the saint, with, I can't think of the maid, the guy that played the saint's character, but the female that was in there was actually Elijah Dusku that was Faith in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, and okay. so... Um, they actually rebooted it. It was supposed to become a TV series, but something happened, and so it just was a feature film. It's actually, you can watch it on Netflix. Um, it's called The Saint or whatnot. But yeah, this really got me in that vibe of that yeah. or whatnot because of the disguises and everything. And I was like, okay, Lupin. And I love that, you know, it's a black, a black actor, you know, black guy as Lupin. You know, you know one of the things I, I really love when you, you talk about the African-American, I love it when there's black movies where fathers are really into their sons. I love it because of so many portrayals that we, you know, fathers ain't even there for their, you know, for their sons and that, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I just, I just loved it. His, I mean, his father really loved his son and yes, the, the connection that they had through books, even after death was, um, was awesome that, you know, dad sat there with whatever chemical that was in the in the jail cell and, and left the note to his son and he just Look, it was son. all a mystery. It was yeah, just a he mystery. knew his son was gonna come looking for him. Right. All right, all right, all right, there go. Yeah, because see he had passed it along. He had taught him like he got that book. So he obviously knew about the book that he gave it to his son. And then from there, his son gave it to his son. That's right. That's right. Call it a day. Call it a day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that, though, because, you know, it was a story, you know, teaching about, you know, deception and uh, thievery. And uh, well, I mean, you know, I mean, he didn't have to use it for anything, but or he could have used it for, for good instead of evil. Right, but, right, uh, right. Right, you're right, you're right, you're right. But uh, but you know it, that was nice. You know I, yeah. I did like that that part as well. That's a good part to bring out. Mm-hmm. But just so people know, because I you know like I said earlier on on this show, I usually know a lot of actors. I remember their faces and I can key them in like six degrees of separation. You was in that film with Will Smith, and then you you was in there with Barbara Eaton, and and then Mary Tyler Moore. I'm just throwing random names in there. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> So when I first saw Omar Sy in the in the trailer, I'm not gonna lie, I was like, who is this guy? I, I don't know this guy. But, you know, he's he's French, so maybe yeah. that's why, maybe just foreign films. But come to find out, he's actually done a lot of movies. Um, speaking of which, he did X-Men Days of Future Past. He was in that. And he was in the first Jurassic World. And now he's going to be in the, they're bringing another Jurassic World to us. Um, I think either the end of this year or next year, you know, things are behind schedule because of COVID. Right, but right. he's going to be in the next Jurassic Park or oh, Jurassic oh. World. I'm sorry, the reboot is Jurassic World now. But um, yeah. let their franchise die. Yeah, no, they want to keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan of the Jurassic. You know, we, we grew up on the Jurassic. <laughs> we did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. So yeah, the. Um, uh, it, it, it was it was an adventure, you know what I mean. That that was that you know that's the vibe I got off of it when I when I could when I can understand what was happening. It was an adventure. It was exciting seeing what, what it was that he was gonna do. It was exciting how they were tying in his past. You know the flashbacks because a lot of times people do flashbacks. It's like okay, thank you for showing me, but uh, but then right. tying in the flashbacks to that. Um, what what I really loved about um, um, the the thing that they stole Marie Antoinette's uh, necklace um, was the way that he when he got it dismantled 
mm-hmm. the way he was using it throughout the series. The, yes, I like that too. Yeah, that was that real was, creative. Yeah. I mean, that mug, these little pieces was popping up everywhere. He didn't put it in the man's pocket. And he everywhere. Jail. That he didn't gave it to the lady. <laughs> the way he snuck into that woman's apartment and then to come to find out he was the guy that was in the infirmary with them right. that was dying. He was like, smile. if you could just put a smile on my, my wife's face. There's one more It surely put a smile on her face when she oh. picked it up. But the way he came in there, I was like, you don't, you didn't know he was right there? Like, ain't that stealth? The captain, the captain. Oh, that was wild. I was like, dang, okay. Right, 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 right. Oh man, it was so many, it was so many good points. There's definitely some comical moments, especially the first episode when he had the uh, hired those guys to help him steal the necklace. <laughs> oh, I was like, that dude sprayed that bottle and nothing happened, and then he go use it again. I said, dude, what are you doing? It didn't work the first time. I, I still want to know what is he. What did he drive on that made him fly into a building? I don't know. <laughs> like, what happened there? I don't know. I couldn't believe that it. Funny. That was funny. It was funny. I did like the detective as well. I liked the detective in there. Of course, the last episode, we see that he came face to face with Lupine. Mm-hmm. But he had he knew what was going on all along. He was trying to tell yeah. the people, this is the guy. He's doing the stuff based on the book. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So he finally caught up with him. But you know what? I think he gonna I think he gonna team up with him. I do too. I yeah. think I think that's gonna be the new Watson. Yeah, hey. <laughs> yeah, because he he gonna feel his uh plight. Yeah. He's gonna identify with his plight and he gonna he's gonna work with him. So yeah. um yeah, which of course the, the second half of the episodes I think they're talking about I think March or something. Uh, releasing oh, the wow. other half of the episodes for this season. So they just released the first half. It's about five episodes, and then they're going to release the other half or whatnot. So oh, okay. I, I knew they was going to take his baby. I said, I, 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 did, I did too. I'm like, what? Well, you'd be stupid if you didn't. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, what is we going to do? <laughs> right. Now, I didn't, I, the only thing I didn't get, why did they frame the, the father? Was it because of the insurance money? Look, isn't it always about money? No, but I think money or sex or power, those three. Um, Look, the pride of life. Or um, all of the above. <laughs> look, all the things the Bible warns us against. The pride right, of right. life, the lust of the <laughs> eyes, lust of the flesh. I'm going to core like that. But yes, um, I think that's what it was about. Um, ooh, that, ooh, that man, he was so sleazy. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what it was about. He wanted to uh, get some some more money. So if he made it seem like, yeah, because we still got to figure out exactly what they did with that. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Like where was it all this time? Was it just secretly somewhere in the house, and then right. it, boom, it's out again? Hey, here it is. We found the necklace. You know. All right. So oh, they did that so wrong. I felt so bad. Mm-hmm. He really did. He didn't hung himself. He didn't. I don't think he hung himself. He couldn't take it. I don't think he yeah, See, I still don't know. That's still unanswered to me, but I don't know. He kind of was at this place where he felt like there was no more hope. I don't know. But, but the way he was hung, though, he, yeah. he was hung like flat against the wall. Oh. It wasn't the dangling type of hang. So it was like somebody actually put his neck up against the wall and like, you know, stretched it back. You know what I mean? You know, oh no! I'm I'm sorry. Are you a crime buff, or there's yeah, some crimes well, you've committed that well, we don't know about? Well, uh, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a young black man that grew up in the inner city, so I've seen enough slavery movies uh, oh, to, to see, okay. yeah, oh, okay. uh, you know, to, to see the hangings by the necks. You see, oh, the, the hangings, <laughs> the hangings by the necks. Right, okay. right. But, yeah, there, there was no, there was no hanging with with that one. He was, he was huh. against the wall. Well, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if it came out that he didn't actually hang himself. Uh, that's one thing I can say. This show is definitely keeps shit in being surprised <laughs> on Wait, some things. Do you remember? You ready now? I'm, I'm going to give you reason one, but two, I don't think he was hung. He hung oh. himself. You remember when young, um, Ar- what was his name? Arnest or something? Yeah, look yeah, at it. When he went to the hospital, when he went to the, to the, to the uh, jail to see his father, after he got mm-hmm. arrested, Mm-hmm. Remember the guy that kidnapped the son was staring at him as he was going out. Yes, and yeah. I didn't even put that together that that was the same guy. But go the ahead. Same guy. Yep, yep, yep. I think I think he did. 
Oh, okay. I can mm-hmm. see that. Ooh, yeah. He was something else. He was. I hope he don't hurt him. I hope he don't he, hurt us. He was relentless. <laughs> right. Oh, I was sad. Yeah, because he did the same thing to old girl that he partnered up with that also wanted revenge. Mm-hmm. You know, it's best, you know, to share in the revenge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you got it, it's best to get somebody on your team. But I liked her, but I knew it was going to happen. But I was like, you know what? You better go. You better be one. You better take one for the team. <laughs> Ooh, she, she still wouldn't tell. All She's right. right. She a soldier. Yep, she a yep, soldier. Yep, yep. But yeah, so yeah, we know he hung her. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Okay, that's pretty good. Okay, I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen Me on too. this next, next half. So, next so far, Netflix took advantage of the, the, the pandemic. Oh. They really oh, oh. did. They, they didn't came out with some shows this year. <clears throat> I'm sorry, last year. They didn't came out with all kind of they, they own Netflix original shows. And, ah, yeah, movies oh, too. Oh, my God. They, they've been, they, they like, whoop, y'all, y'all will take break. Good. We got this. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you man. know what? Other, other uh, people are getting in line. Like HBO Max is jumping on that bandwagon now. And okay. Prime, because you know Prime, dun, da, 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 Prime is getting ready to premiere the sequel to Coming to America, Coming to America. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. In March, right? Coming out in March. Yeah, Coming out in March. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we need to do a watch party. I wish we could do a What's Your Take watch party, but uh, near future that'll be that coming was, up. That sounds good. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Bring your popcorn, and, uh, your, your cheese doodles, and your. It's in March, right? Snickers and your your M and M's and your Skittles. Oh, and your nachos. You got to have your nachos. You're your nachos. Yeah, it's coming out early March. But yes, so yeah, other people are jumping on that bandwagon. You know, Disney app as well. That's right. But uh, before we go to Disney app, <laughs> okay, let's, uh, I would give this probably about a seven, mm-hmm. maybe a 7.5. There you go, there you go. For, for Lupin. <clears throat> Lupin. So far, so far, I'm the first five. I, 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 got to, I got to go with the nine because oh. you know, watching it with the, uh, with the subtitles, uh, was aggravating, uh, but watching it with the English voiceover uh, was good to get into the show. But it also added a level of comedy watching how the, <laughs> the lips were moving. It was, it was, well, you know, I got, a, I got a real sensitive sense of humor, so I, I just like to laugh. So I, right, <laughs> it was, it was right, fantastic. I, I can identify with that. There you but go. yes, uh, especially uh, funny looking at who the people were in the voices like there is no way that that would be your voice <laughs> right 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 no way right especially all. Lupin I was <laughs> like who did they get I'm having that is going on around here oh my gosh it's hilarious but yes so all right so Disney app I said it so you can stream WandaVision Marvel's WandaVision on there the Disney app so we're gonna talk about episode five. Wait, wait, wait! Hold on before you go into the episode five. Oh, the uh, uh, real, real brief uh, YouTube corner. Gotcha. Right? So in our YouTube corner of, of the week, uh, Sarah, have you ever wondered, like I have, what would happen if Michael Jackson and Elvis got into a rap battle? No, I have not. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, how, how about uh, Dr. Seuss and uh, Edgar Allan Poe? <laughs> Never. No. Uh, no. Uh, Superman and Goku. No. Ba- Batman and Sherlock Holmes. No. no. Well, fine. So there is a uh, <laughs> show that I, that that is on uh, YouTube that I, I think our, our media, our, our audience would enjoy, called Epic Rap Battles of History. Um, oh, and yeah. it takes, you know, one of the best parts of, of Eight Mile was always the rap battles, right? Um, mm-hmm. um, and it takes that, but it puts characters in in the uh, uh, that's rapping against each other. Um, and it takes them all throughout history and just puts them over. And what they actually do, they let their fans decide who to pit up against each other. And then they just come up with the material and they come up with the costumes and everything else like that. Um, like, you know, one, they did Bruce Lee versus uh, Clint Eastwood. 
Um, <laughs> they, that would be hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah. Back, back. They did. Uh, they did Barack Obama versus Mitt Romney. Um, wow. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But, but if, if you're going to start somewhere with an audience, I would, I would say, uh, look up the one with uh, uh, Michael Jackson versus Elvis on epic rap battles of history. It, it is. Uh, I had a feeling that was the one that you were going to suggest. I, that's well, the one I'm going to watch. It was funny. <laughs> That was definitely fun. That is hilarious. Okay, so uh, yeah, be sure to check out that uh, YouTube show, guys. That's right. right. Now, now back to Wanda. Yes, Wanda Vision, episode five. We now have first-person intel from inside the Westview anomaly. What are we looking at here? Is it an alternate reality, time travel? It's a sitcom. Starring two Avengers? It's a working theory. Life moves fast out in the suburbs. I think something's wrong here. Should we just take it from the top? Wanda, Wanda. I don't know how any of this started. What is outside of Westfield? Yeah, I'm not sure what that's about. It's probably just a case of the Mondays. <laughs> Am I right? That's right. That's so right. this one was uh, called On a Very Special Episode. Woo! Okay. So Woo! right out the gate, right out the gate, you know I was happy because we're finally in the 80s. There you go. Okay. And so I was very excited, especially when, <laughs> especially when they went to the theme opener. I said, if this ain't family time, family ties, yep. with the paint, yep. they didn't, they got growing pains yep. in there. Full yeah. house at the picnic. Yes. Yep. And I saw full house, yep. which is funny because, you know, Wanda, which is Elizabeth Olsen is the younger sister of the Olsen twins. Right. Some people are just catching on to that, but it's okay, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know it from the very beginning when I first saw in the Avengers franchise, but I did figure it out later. I was like, oh my gosh, she's related to the Olsen twins? Right, right, right. <laughs> but, and it, they are so creative with these episodes because even the background theme music, you can like feel it. You're like, this is the 80s. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> You know, all the nuances and things. I said, this is fantastic. It make it really makes you excited for the other. I mean, you, you naturally get excited for their movies, but their series now. You know, you get excited. You know about you know what you know what are they gonna do next with um uh with you know uh Captain with the Falcon and the Silver so- and the yes, I was gonna so- say you know that'll be next for us next. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 and. Uh, yeah, they, they, and they got so many series coming out too, and it's I just I just love the creativity of uh, of Kevin Feige, how he's waving in everything. You know what I mean? You, you can you wave in the movies because on this one, it was a lot of references to the movies, right? Yeah, it was. I really I really like this episode. I think it's probably one of my favorites thus far. Uh-huh. Um, they gave a lot of uh, information in this one. I was like, yes, okay, mm-hmm. now we're now we're cooking, yep. like. Even at the end when uh, Wanda came through the, the deal, I was like, uh-oh, okay. uh-oh, she now, just showed up. I'm glad you Oh, you could just feel, you could just feel her desperation. I'm like, leave me alone. Up. I want to be in love with my love <laughs> and live the life that I want to live. I don't care about taking over a town. Forget yep. that. <laughs> So Look, I'm back. just selfish. Go back. <laughs> so this this scene was an homage to the, her father in the X Men. So if you go back to the um, the first X Men, right? Oh boy. When, um, the no. uh, come on back now. When Magneto. Wait, 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 wait. The original X Men, like movie. from the nineties. No, the movie. Was that in the nineties? Oh. I was like, wait, the movie. The movie, yeah. With, with, no, with the first. Yeah, yeah, that one. I recently actually started kind of rewatching some of them. Okay, there you go. So the first one, if you remember the first one, when they was in the train station and, you know, Storm came in and, and, you know, hit toe with lightning. Okay, so you remember at the end, uh, Magneto had made all the police guns 
turn on them. Yes! Just like Wanda did in this. Yes! Yeah. I do remember that. That was a great scene. Yeah. Oh, that was good. It was right on his temple. It was finna yep. go through. They, they just, they just went, went on and redid it, redid it. Yeah, um, and then uh, Monica, the uh, the young lady, uh, did you notice in the in the first scene when they, they brought her in, when they did her her CAT scan or whatever it was, did you notice that her everything was like was white? Everything was white. Yep, when she did her scan. I might have to rewatch. I'm okay, yeah, that's cool. That's you. cool, yeah. So they did her scan, everything was white. Is because in the comic, she's actually a hero. She's actually has she has powers. And, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't know if they're gonna wave that into their uh, uh, in in there now. So that was uh, that was cool. And then the other thing was how they kept saying hex. I don't know if you noticed that every time they looked at the picture, they were like, okay, it's in the shape of a hex, right? So we're so we're gonna call it hex. Well, in the comics, they um, uh, Wanda's power is hexing. Is what what her powers is actually called. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. How they they waving that 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 in there too. Um, so, but my, you know, I had two very favorite scenes of this one. The first one was when uh, Agnes came over, and Vision messed up her lines. Oh yeah, she was that like, was funny. You want me to do it again? Because it, it, it got it got creepy. It was like, oh yeah, it did. It did. That's when he really. That's when his antennas went up. Like it was. It really was. Yeah. He's like, what the problem is? Oh, great. I loved it when him and Wanda were facing off. They were both flying. It's like, hey, you know what? what yeah, that was good too. Yeah. <laughs> That was good. Yeah. Now, see, they they, they kind of left me hanging in a sense of, so when, just like that scene you were talking about when Wanda and Vision were flying against each other and he was pretty much calling her out like, this is you, what are you doing? Why you got this whole town under this spell or whatever? And, um, and he said something along the lines of, and I don't care, you probably knew this was happening all along or something like this. And I was like, hold on, wait, back up. So I know Wanda is powerful and basically the telepathy would have to be so strong to control a whole town. I'm just like, I feel like there's something else in play that we have not seen yet. Yeah. I don't know how to explain that, but if something pops off, I won't be surprised. <laughs> well, it, it's it's the um, so again, if it's if it's to the the, the comics House of M, if they, they go on if they go on with that, she is controlling the whole town. But met met a, whatever his name is, um, the um, met something is, is his name. He is um, he's behind. Uh, he has a hand in it as well. Yes, which, which, somebody like, else uh, has a hand. The big, the big surprise that. Um, Came that I was not expecting, but I, you know, I have to say when it happened, I, you know, I, I, I think I peed a little. The uh, was when oh. Pietro, when Pietro came. Yes, I was gonna say Pietro, and it was Pietro, the X Men version of him. Oh, and, yeah, right. And uh, and so in that, so the one thing that has always bothered me about the Wanda um, character in the movies. Um, was that, you know, she wasn't a mutant, which is, you know, number one, um, and she was from Sokovia or whatever. Um, she she is actually Magneto's daughter. Her and, her and Pietro are, are Magneto's kids. Um, and, because uh, you, you remember, so so the, the guy that played Pietro that showed up at the end of the WandaVision, remember in um, in the last X-Men of, uh, the one where they went up against Apocalypse, I don't know the name of it, uh, but the last X-Men movie, his, Pietro's whole thing was trying to find Magneto so he can, you know, kind of, you know, say, hey, I'm your kid. You know what I mean? But, um, uh, so yeah, so that, so I was, I wonder how this is going to play out now. Yeah, it might have been Days of Future Past. But um, yeah, that Pedro showed up in that Uncle Jesse jacket from Full House. That's right. That's right. I was like, okay. Um, with all the jabs, he gave a good jab to Vision. Um, all right. Well, we shall see what happens on episode six. Because so far, it looks like 
we got about four more episodes and so we're in the 80s already i was like okay now hold on now we don't how far we how many we ain't got that many decades left like right, so we're gonna right. do a 90s you know and then maybe early 2000s but you know to me there used to be a way you could look at a tv show and really tell the error like the 50s the 60s 70s 80s 90s early 2000s but then after that maybe 2010 it's like something just becomes so the same <laughs> i don't remember any sitcoms in the 2000s i think that's when we went reality wasn't it? yeah see that's what i'm saying so i'll have to we'll have to see what they're going to do there or maybe just maybe come present day there in the last look the last couple episodes or so who knows what they're going to do you know it's definitely got us on on pins and needles we're like ooh, this is getting good and then it goes off no i said on last episode it's not long enough <laughs> so what one last thing yeah. for you so you remember the scene when they were saying how wanda broke in and stole vision's body yes i saw that okay that was actually supposed to be the after credit scene for endgame um that was that but um i was reading trying to you know uh read about it and kevin feige was like well you know endgame just seemed like its own you know, kind of a, a masterpiece. So he didn't want to put, you know, add anything additional onto it. You know, so he they decided not to put it in there. But yeah, that it was supposed to be at the end of. Uh, it, it was originally filmed to be at the end of Endgame. Yeah, but that would have helped us because that would have segued us right into WandaVision. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I the first episode, I was like, okay, what are we doing with this? Like, I even talked to somebody else and they were just like, it's weird. Like, I brought up the show. Maybe they had only seen the first episode, but after you get past episode one, you you win. You're like, hold on. Okay, wait a second. Something sinister is going on. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so uh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Keep, keep it coming, Marvel. That's right. Keep, Keep it coming. So we haven't really been rating the show. I mean, because we've kind of been doing it episode to episode. But yeah. I mean, I, it's definitely a nine and ten range for me, oh, especially yeah. now. Yeah. Like once I've gotten past episode one, it's just like they, they keep bringing and tying in things, connecting things, you know, comic book wise, movie yeah. wise. It's just fantastic. It's you know, phenomenal. I, I, absolutely, I absolutely enjoyed every second of it. <laughs> yeah, yes. Every second. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get out of here, guys. Uh, once again, you can follow us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. We are What's Your Take Media. And go ahead. If, if you haven't already, subscribe to us on Apple Music and Spotify. We're also on Amazon Music and Pandora. Yes. So uh, go ahead and uh, look us up. And, and speaking of Pandora, fellas, don't forget Sunday is Valentine's Day. Uh, go yes. out there but make sure you do uh, you know we, we got one time a year we got to show out and uh, it, it, it is time it is time oh so <laughs> you're showing out on us you're showing out for Steph you know it, actually Sunday's my anniversary oh look at her so I, I was smart I proposed her on my birthday so I never forget uh, and, and we got married on Valentine's Day, so I'll never forget. So you, you will I never will. catch me. <laughs> oh, well, Steph, if you're listening, you heard it from Sean himself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, it was a plan. It was a premeditated you plan. Catch me. No, no, no. Hey, when that's that a Oh, I can you. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. Oh. Oh. All right, gang. We will see you uh, next time for a new episode this has been what's your take media this was uh season two episode five bye bye